I did the internal stuff at my previous job, um, but now I'm back to kind of doing external work. Um, and it's a little bit more quantifiable your value to your company when you're, you know, have to bill out these invoices to, to your clients. So um, maybe it's a little bit more rewarding for myself in this role that it's easy to quantify it and tell people what exactly what I do. Welcome to the Junior Jobs Podcast, where we give new software engineers actionable job search advice relevant to today's job market. In today's developer interview, I'm talking with Brian Leithhead, who will break down the difference between software development and software consulting to help you decide which may be a better route for you. And let me know in the comments what other career paths in the technology space you'd be interested in hearing more about, and I'll find somebody to interview on that topic in a future session. Our sponsor for today is David Roberts with Crushing Digital, who is offering our listeners 30% off their video series called Standing Out in Tech, which covers every aspect of the junior developer job search. Just click the link in the show notes and enter the code JUNIORJOBS30, one word, at checkout to get your discount. So, so Brian, I want to break down some of your experience here. Here at the Junior Jobs podcast, we're all about helping new developers get that first job in tech. But I actually, for you, I want to talk about your second job in tech. So to summarize for listeners here, it stopped me if, if I'm wrong, Brian. Uh, you were a web developer for about five months as your first software engineering role. But then five months into it, you jumped into IT consulting. So a lot of developers that I talk to I don't understand the difference between a software engineer versus a consultant. Or when they look for job opportunities, they're very focused on that software engineering title but they don't really think about all the other kind of tech related roles that are, you know, around the programming space. So I like to break down some of that difference here for you uh, to give our, our audience a clearer picture into that. So uh, first I'd like to start with, and from your perspective, what is your day to day like, or how is it different and how is it the same when you were a web developer versus now as an IT consultant? Yeah, so I would say starting off kind of the major difference between what I do now and what I did before is my role is actually front facing. Um, so the consultant in my particular job is, uh, yes, I'm still doing all this developing. Um, right now I'm actually working on a Microsoft Power App for a, cl a client. Um, you know, it's kind of component based, but not to get in the weeds too much, but I would say the main difference is that I'm front facing. So I actually like do teams calls or even actual phone call with the clients that we're working for. Um, whereas um, with a software engineer, at least in my particular instance before I wasn't front facing, I was all doing our, our website front, you know, front end. So um, I created like a Trello board for all of our, um, tickets that need to be answered. So, um, it, yeah, I mean, obviously you're going to be working internally and collaborating with things with your web developer, software engineer, but, um, and the same is true if IT consultant, if you're working for a company, but, um, you're more front facing. So customer service. Yeah. So when I think about the difference between those two roles, I think it's a great opportunity for a junior developer to kind of personally evaluate where their own skill sets lie or maybe what their non-technical experience is in because you might be able to leverage that 
to get into consulting. So if you are naturally more extroverted or maybe you worked in like retail or marketing, you have customer service experience, all of that is going to be important if you're you know, on site with the client, on phone calls with the client, because um, you're to, to your company, you are a billable resource that is earning them money because they're selling your time and the customers are going to want to be with you, see you, uh, work with you. Uh, versus if you're more introverted, maybe a little more shy, maybe just going for that software engineering in-house behind the scenes role might be uh, better for you. What, what do you think of that? Yeah, no, uh, great point um, for sure. And um, I come from, I actually, when I was younger, I did uh, stand-up comedy um, for five years. I host MCs and, and on what we're the main focus of the podcast, but it's it kind of trying to paint the picture of, I did comedy. I, you know, love making people laugh. Uh, I love talking to people uh, on the street, in the crowd, whatever the case was. Um, but to, to the journey for me from there to now, um, you know, and I also worked in the mortgage industry, which I talked to a lot of clients. Some were very happy to talk to me. Others were, were not, but you know, that's, you, you kind of learn to deal with that. And then, yeah, I, I, did the internal stuff at my previous job, um, but now I'm back to kind of doing external work. Um, and it's a little bit more quantifiable, your value to your company when you're, you know, have to bill out these invoices to, to your clients. So um, maybe it's a little bit more rewarding for myself in this role that it's easy to quantify and tell people what exactly what I do. Yeah, you, cause you are a revenue generating activity for your company as opposed to if you're working back house maintaining some systems uh, you are a cost uh, center for uh, your company uh, so they may be willing to more invest in you as a consultant in your education and your growth because that means they can bill more for your time and the company can make more money whereas if you're working software engineering in-house uh, for a system that's not generating revenue then they're, they're going to be trying to maybe cut costs or, or paying you less. So that, that's in a dynamic to, to pay attention to sure, as well. Sure, for sure. Uh, so for the interview process here, was it typically the, the same for your software engineering role versus your consulting role? Or is there anything that you noticed that was different about how the, they have approached the interview process? Yeah. Um, again, they're kind of looking for more folks with kind of that customer service background or at least you know an outgoing and kind of a cultural fit um because at the end of the day we're still collaborating and we're still doing all the things that software engineers do it's just again that i think that main difference is that we're you know talking to clients on the the outside of the building um but as far as the interview process uh, it was mostly the same um here just because they kind of had the idea that they needed someone to to work on smaller and internal projects like i didn't have to do um, what's it called? The uh, like hacker rank, um, where I would have to do that for software because I'm not going in and necessarily having to update legacy code. It's I'm building stuff up from the ground up, and that, I I think I like that a little bit more. Just as as far as beginning out or beginning my career, um, that's one feedback for myself is I'm not really good at reading other people's code. I can obviously get to it after some research, but um, just early on, um, I like. And it's, you know, transitioning from boot camp. It's like where you build your own projects and stuff like that. So I'm a lone wolf here in a sense, but obviously I've senior and ownership to collaborate with. So. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, there's a good distinction there about the, the hacker rank importance in a software engineering interview versus an IT consultant interview. I also started my career in consulting, and that aligns with my experience as well. Uh, the interview process was easier in that sense. that There was less technically focused on a specific language, uh, and they were more interested in generic problem solving. Um, and just your consultant demeanor, your professionalism, and your communication skills. Yeah, uh, so exactly. that might be easier as well uh, if you're naturally a problem solver. Um, or I should say it may be easier for you to get into a consulting type role than a in-house software engineering role for that reason. Yeah, yeah, again, um, you know, and I know a lot, during the pandemic there were a lot of you know, waiters, waitresses, or waiting staff, I should say, um, transitioning into into tech. So this would actually be, you know, if, if you're looking for something that where you're still out, can be in that outgoing role, but also develop software, that'd be something to kind of narrow your focus down on. And there, even if you wanted to start your own firm eventually, it's uh, definitely a path for sure. And I don't know if this principle applies for all types of consulting, but it was it was my experience working as a software consultant. Uh, but I feel like consultancies are financially motivated to hire uh, lots of junior developers because at least for the consultancies I worked with, that is where these consultancies made the majority of their income. Uh, they would charge a senior rate they would pay you a junior rate and that gap was how much they were able to take home yes they were able to increase your rate as you got more experience and as you were better but usually that margin uh, diminished because they have to pay you more as well yeah and again um because we're you know a software as a service company um you know our their particular ownership is very also motivated to get pay increases faster than maybe the yearly rate or whatever it is, just because they establish value quickly and, you know, problem solving very quickly and, and ramp up and, you know, you got yourself a, a faster maybe pay raise too, but that I won't guarantee you and the job search, just in my particular instance was a nice feature. Yeah. Uh, another difference that I'd like to get your thoughts on, so you mentioned you're not working with legacy code as a consultant. You're coming in, you're doing what we call green field development, right? The whole landscape is open in front of you. And you're typically called in to you know, build some new solution uh, versus your last company. Tell me about that system. It was just some legacy system that you were maintaining. Or, or, what's, or can you walk me through some of the details of the, the specific differences between the projects? That yeah, you so... Um... As of right now, again, we, I could probably get into legacy code as I get further along, but this particular instance, I'm building, you know, model-driven apps from the ground up. Um, obviously, we'll, we're, we're doing some data migration from like SQL or something like that. But in my previous job, um, I was just the front-end developer and whatever was essentially served up from the back end because it was an e-commerce uh, platform is uh, um, uh, e-commerce, so it had all of its test and integration built in, but obviously you could write custom code. Um, and yeah, early on, I did struggle looking at that at my previous job, um, but it just got to the point where um, we were just building new pages for brands or whatever marketing wanted to add or make it make it look pretty, right? Um, so that was probably the big distinction between 
that is now again just currently I'm just working from the ground up on on building new new things. And how often are you or people in your company at this consultancy? How often are they changing projects, going to new clients? Do you have an understanding of like the average duration that somebody is staffed at a location? Yeah, we have probably I want to say like ninety active projects right now, anywhere from migrating from old frameworks to a newer frame. So there is some migration and, and building up from legacy code, but they kind of leave that more to the seniors. Um, we have three senior consultants or three senior developers here. I like to call them the three amigos. Um, they're all very helpful, but those are kind of the projects that they're focusing on. Um, and then I have myself and another junior developer kind of working on these model-driven, smaller support projects, what we call them. Um, and then the owner who is very well versed in code, been in the business for over 30 years, um, is the one who's kind of out drive, driving sales, doing all the, uh, going to all the nice lunches and golf outings. Um, so he's having fun. He's living his best Oh life. yeah. He, he deserves it. So, man. uh, so how long though, do you know that the contract is going to be for at this client? Um, so our typical large project quote unquote um kind of like these obviously milestones and projects so we um having a share point or um, um yeah on a share point um if it's anything that's over 24 days it's usually our i would say our average large project is 25 to 40 days anything kind of less than that would be considered like a smaller support task so okay yeah yeah so the, the consultancies i worked with before were a little bit longer uh but our average engagement duration was probably six months to a year before you get rotated off to a different uh, client engagement. Uh, so as far as those you know, juniors listening to this, what that typically means is that it's the benefit is it's kind of like when you were in school where every semester, every school year is kind of a fresh start. Your, your grades are left behind and you can you know, throw away all of those errors and issues and the stress from before and you can start fresh in a new opportunity. So that's, that's the benefit, I would say, from consultancy. You start from the ground up and you can uh, start fresh. Uh, whereas if you're working in-house, you're typically going to be working on the same system or same suite of systems and just iterating over that over and over again, which means if you made a mistake in a decision you made two years ago, well, that's going to come back and that's going to bite you again and now you have to deal with it. Uh, the added benefit there is that you learn how to I was, build more like maintainable code, I would say, because you know that you are going to be the one responsible for maintaining it uh, in the long run. Right, right. Uh, so knowing that what you know now about consulting versus software engineering, uh, would you recommend people go straight into consulting and target that? Uh, or do you think that you went the ideal route going in-house software engineering and then going to con into consulting? Uh, from, from my personal journey, I would say I would actually, I would target IT consulting first um but for anyone who's listening i would say it depends again it kind of goes back to what you want like, like what your personality aligns with so um i would personally recommend it consulting if you again if you're like an outgoing or an extroverted introvert or i'm sorry no introverted extrovert that's it um where you, you know you're comfortable talking to people and um you feel like you can explain something even if it's kind of overly complicated in a simple way um, that was actually in my on my resume was I translate, you know, technical jargon for non-technical people. Um, 
So I, I don't know if that's one of the key points that landed me this job, but um, this is kind of was my specialty, explaining complex things to, you know, a common folk. Yeah, there are even more outside of this consulting software engineering options that in future episodes, I'm looking forward to breaking down so that developers coming out of a, a boot camp kind of understand all the options in front of them to help them navigate that job search more effectively. Because so many people, I feel like, just go for the software engineer title, but don't really understand a lot of the nuance here that may be a better fit for them, given their experience and their, their background. Well, Brian, I just want to say thank you for coming on today. That's all the time that we have. So really appreciate you taking the time and really grateful to anybody that's listening as well. Uh, stay tuned. We'll have next published episode next week, and we will see you all next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Junior Jobs Podcast. We hope you found today's interview helpful as you navigate your own job search in tech. If you enjoyed the show please remember to like and subscribe as that helps us reach more developers in need and don't forget to check the show notes for details on today's sponsor and other job search services that we provide thanks for listening and have a great day